Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you are joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors, and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making this show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Just confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Welcome to Explain It Me, where we both get drunk, but me a little bit more. <laughs> you could have rhymed that better. Oh, I'm flipping to my page to start doing this goddamn show. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> my name is Stephanie Herzdona. <laughs> Dona. Dona. <laughs> Hello, hello. Hello, people of the world. Welcome to Explain It Me. Where we explain a movie. That's very that, confusing in plot. Yes, that I have seen and Donna has not seen. I have not seen this movie. I have no desire to see this movie. So this is going to be extra painful. It, it's like one of those movies that I feel like is a hate watch. Really? No, I mean, like, you don't hate it, but it's like bad... In a good way. I thought this movie was loved by mostly men who like Lord of the Rings and shit like this because it's fantasy. Well, so when the movie originally came out, it did shit in the box office, but then it became like a cult classic, basically. You know, what's funny, the next episode we're doing, which is a movie by me, same, but for a different reason, which I'll get into when I do my episode. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, so I have a question for you, Donna. Bring it on. If you could be immortal, would you... But people are chasing you the whole time trying to chop your head off. Wait a minute. So I live forever, but I'm constantly being chased with the, the, the prospect of being murdered? Yes. The fuck kind of... Specifically, specifically your head getting chopped off. But then I wouldn't die. I would just be a headless like, No, being? that's the only way you can die. Well, then that's not immortal, is it? If you're going to tell me that after they chop my head off, I become a headless horseman <laughs> and I'm going to run around no, the streets of Brooklyn you, with the goddamn, I don't have a I, horse. But I, I don't want to say too much, but you basically just poof out of existence. Yeah, once you're no. Ch- you can get your arm chopped off. You j- regenerated. You're cool. Like nothing happens. You survive. Like you take a little nap for a while, but you're cool. Do you know what I thought of in my head? I just, first of all, I see myself running down the streets of Brooklyn, because this is where we are right now, with my head in my arms, and I'm wearing a cape. Don't know where that (laughs) came from. (laughs) Just like in a grocery bag? There's a mob chasing me. A mob? (laughs) To get them away from me. I, Team Rocket Style, kick my (laughs) my own head. You make it. (laughs) I'll come and find you. (laughs) Your head just starts rolling down a hill. You're just like, fuck. (laughs) 
This is not what I was expecting. Um, no. I'll pick death, please. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, now, you told me to write down, like, directors and shit after the fact. Oh, God. So. <laughs> so you did. <laughs> so I no, did Don't not. worry about it. Don't worry about it. Wait, it no, no, hold on. It. I mean, I took some, I took some screenshots. Well, Stephanie, do you want to say what the movie is before you just start reading off directors oh, yeah, that, and writers? That would, that would probably what be good. What movie are we doing today, Stephanie? Uh, the movie that we are doing <laughs> is... The cult classic Highlander from 1986. We about to get high in the land of Ur. Ur. <laughs> yes. So, any guesses on what this movie is about? Well, I mean, I, it's not like I don't know about the film because of other pop culture shit. Like, growing up watching, like, Robot Chicken and stuff like that. Or, like, my favorite, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They yeah. had jokes about it. I think it's about... There can only be one. And um, <laughs> immortality, I'm going to guess, from that well, exciting question you yes, threw in there. Yes, The beginning of this movie, I feel like, I mean, the whole thing is crazy, but the beginning specifically, just trying to get, like, the whole lore of the situation behind it is something else. So the movie starts with a very expositional uh, paragraph that basically talks about that they, who's they, we don't know yet. When you said it started out with a paragraph, I expect I imagined a bunch of words on legs. <laughs> like, there was a being. Well, no, so I actually, um, I did some fun trivia shit just to find out more about the film. They originally put this, it's like on a black background with just red words. They originally put that in just as like a placeholder when they were making the movie to come up with some shit, like something else mm -hmm. for it. But they liked it so much, they left it in. Okay. And Sean Connery... We, the real Sean Connery? The real or is it Brian Cox? No. And you think that every white <laughs> no, no, Scottish no. man looks the same? It's the real Sean Connery. Okay. Well, the real Sean Connery, please, please stand, stand up. up. JK, he, he's dead. Rest in peace. Um, he only had a week to film all his scenes. Shut the fuck up. Because he had some other thing going on what, at the James same time. What, James Bond? No, it was the 80s. No, I don't know what he was doing, but there was some kind of schedule shit, um, and he made a bet with the director that he wouldn't be able to film all of his stuff in a week, mm -hmm. and the director won. He made a million dollars in that one week for shooting all of his scenes. Wait a minute. Sean Connery bet him a million dollars, and this man won? So no, he, he got paid, like, a million dollars oh, just for the filming. Okay. I don't know how much money he made off of it later on, um. but... <laughs> there's there's some there's some um, pieces of resistance. No, piece of resistance. Piece, there's pieces of resistance. <laughs> <laughs> you got um some motherfucking resistant pieces in this bitch. Yeah. Okay. The paragraph at the very beginning starts with from the dawn of time, moving through centuries, living many lives. No one's known we were among you until now. What? <laughs> right. I'm going to need you to pull up a Chrome extension and put that into the Chrome <laughs> extension so I can uh, read it what, more simply. What? what? <laughs> this shit's old. <laughs> That's shit's what it would old, say. <laughs> but basically, there are few of these people that are immortals left behind. And... I have no idea how they became these people. <laughs> There's no origin Just story. Just like Infinite. So, 
main the we get the paragraph we finally get introduced to um the main character and in the paragraph they say something about few remain and then we cut to some battle and our main dude i don't know his name in the movie wait a minute in the whole fucking movie no i think i have it written down should i no. it? No, not yet. No, I have it. What? It's fine. It's 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 funner not this way. It's funner. It's funner this way. <laughs> it totally doesn't make it harder for me to follow along when I don't know the fucking main main dude, character's name. The actor's name is Christopher Lambert. Okay, so we're just gonna call him Christopher, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. He didn't speak a lick of English when he got this role. They taught him, like, an English that specifically you couldn't tell, like, what his accent was. Because that, like, relates to the character in the movie. So he has a very weird accent. What world are we in? Our world. Earth? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What what year? (laughs) So, I'm getting to that. Uh, Sorry, I'm asking Jesus Christ. Um, um... What language did this man speak before? I think he's French. Okay. What's his name? Christopher Lambert. Yeah, so I think he's French, but I'm I'm not sure. Good. Doesn't Good. matter. <laughs> Movie doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned, or maybe not, I don't remember now. The movie came out in 1986. You did mention that. Okay. The first scene we're introduced to is a wrestling match. Okay. And I think it's supposed to be happening in um at the garden Madison Square Garden yeah at the garden at the this garden bitch. <laughs> it's some tag team shit uh this doesn't matter <laughs> so it's like shots of the wrestling match and then they talk about this when i was reading trivia and i'm just like okay for back then yes i guess it was uh you don't watch sporting events no, I've never watched a sport in my life. Okay. That's not true. They but. have these, like, <clears throat> I don't know, gimbal is not the right word, but basically they have cameras. <laughs> they have a camera hanging above, like, let's say... The arena? The arena. So it can get that scope. That like, Yeah, three... but it's, like, hanging on two wires okay. so they can move it within okay. it. So it looks like a helicopter shot you or a drone shot. The behind the scenes of Titanic, the scene where Jack and Rose are like spinning while dancing. And like nowadays they have like a platform that spins with the yeah, camera on it. So the okay. direct- but J- James Cameron is They're fucking running. running around in his <laughs> So we have um our right. main character Chris mm-hmm. sitting in the audience and from like a shot above the wrecking wrestling match it like zooms into his face and he's sitting there like super pissed and like just staring ominously while the crowd goes wild around him and he's just still sitting there he probably doesn't understand a (coughs) fucking thing they're saying because he doesn't speak english (laughs) and then from that scene god damn it this is not good this is not good not good yeah this is definitely making it better (laughs) chugging alcohol so while we get a shot of the crowd in the wrestling 
match. Match. All of a sudden, cut to a flashback of, like, a Scottish battle. Okay, wait a second. How do you know? How do you know it's a Scottish battle? They're wearing kilts. Stephanie, that is not racist, but <laughs> the equivalent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it, it's just, like, snippets merged in between shots of the wrestling match. Okay, almost like he's envisioning his, like, his past life while watching a wrestling match? Yeah, like, it's it's relevant, okay? okay. That's all, all right. I can say. <laughs> Chris gets up and goes to the parking garage. Of this rap, of, oh, wait a minute, wait a second, wait, wait. Of this I'm gonna, rap this might either be say? This might either be the dumbest question I ask or I'm on to something here. Let's find out. Does Madison Square Garden have a parking garage? I have no idea. All right, thank God. I mean, I was waiting for you to be like, Donna, are you stupid? Because <laughs> um, obviously, why the fuck? Like, anybody who's going to the MSG, you're taking the fucking train. Like, why the fuck would you be driving there? Well, you know, in those days. Hold on. What the fuck does that mean, in those days? There were less cars on the road. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, he just starts walking through the parking lot, and, like, no one's there. It's packed. But no one else is there, and he just starts creeping, right? He's walking in between the cars. Why? He senses something. Okay. Some dude out of nowhere in a suit attacks him with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Hold on, because it gets better. Then all of a sudden, Chris pulls out a samurai sword from inside of his, like, trench coat that he... Like, flasher trench coat that he's wearing. And they start just fucking going into it. Oh, God. I wish. Like, I live in New York, and I've never fucking seen anything like that. Did I tell you about the time I saw a woman, though, sitting on the floor of the subway with white face on? No. She's getting the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still feel like... I, f- I hear this a lot, but still, like, my biggest shocker, and I've seen some other crazy shit, but still... <laughs> My biggest shocker was when I was in college and I was walking with a couple friends to get lunch and there was a man in front of a firehouse with his pants down just taking a shit and he was holding a newspaper in his hand and he was catching his shit in the newspaper. Nothing will be quick segue the time we were coming home from the beach house concert and we're sitting on the train and i see a man pull out like a raisin out of his mouth and throw it on the floor and then immediately projectile vomit like milky white vomit <laughs> and then we're like fuck this and the, tra- we get on and the, the train, train was packed train and on that packed. same train <laughs> as it's pulling there's- away <laughs> there's a man right <laughs> Riding the back of the train. <laughs> and he waves at us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, I can't breathe. Uh. So, as this samurai sword, regular sword fight is happening, <laughs> the lights start going blinky blink. The sprinklers go off, too. Okay. Normal, right? Because mm-hmm. swords. Is that heat? Is that heat? <laughs> MSG. <laughs> scene it was just so fucking ridiculous so they're fighting and then this dude instead of like turning around and running away he starts doing backflips <laughs> away from him <laughs> like and gymnastics backflips? yes yes like gymnastics fucking backflips and then um 
he got his sword, like, hit away from his hand, so he's trying to get his sword back. Mm-hmm. He gets his sword back, and the dude comes back to him, and they're fighting again, and he slices the dude's head off. Wait, Chris slices the the, the, the businessman. Gra- yeah. Wall Street warrior. <laughs> his head off. <laughs> okay. He slices his head off, and then blue electricity. <laughs> oh, Leaves this guy's body and lifts him up. Stars. Stars. Cars. (laughs) Cars start doing, like, uh, the bouncing shit. The hydraulics. Yeah. They start going back. Their lights start fucking flashing. Um, (laughs) There's a fucking part where... There's a fire hose in the parking garage, and it just turns on and just fucking starts spraying, flailing, and spraying water everywhere. Windows explode. This is the first what ten minutes of the film. This is like, like the, the first, first five, two minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> Chris starts like having an orgasm. What? <laughs> it looks like he's having an orgasm. Like the blue electricity like comes to him, and he gets like. I don't remember if he gets picked up by it or something like that, but he's standing there. He has his arms flayed back, and he's, like, screaming at the ceiling. He's just going, oh! It's, like, lost in translation, because, again, he doesn't read English. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, then he runs away. (laughs) From what? Just the crime scene. From pleasure. Yeah. Oh, okay, the crime scene. (laughs) He's ashamed. He's ashamed of himself. So, (laughs) there's... I just imagine, like... A guy who works at MSG, he's like, guys, you are fucking missing whatever's going on in the goddamn parking lot. I know the wrestling match upstairs, but holy shit. This is way more entertaining. The fire hose is going off. A man just just came electricity and ran the fuck out of here. Like, (laughs) So, next scene, jump to 1536. What? Wait, wait, jump? You mean back. Flashback. Yeah. Back. Back. Because we're not going, we're not going No, so it's like two storylines. Unless you're telling me this takes place in 15, no wait, 1486, (laughs) and then we go forward to 1537, what did you say? What? What? It happens in 1536. The whole movie takes place in 1536? No. Oh, thank God. There's nothing worse than. So the the wrestling match is supposed to be present day at the time of the movie. All right. So then we jump to, or the past, jump to the past. We go back. We leap back. Go back, 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 back. <laughs> um, 1536. His name is... It's not this, but I, <laughs> I miss... I misheard it. And I'm like, his name is McClowns? <laughs> What's his real name? McCloud. McCloud, but you thought it was McClown. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, this is the origin story of Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> He was a Scottish warrior. Yeah. <laughs> you can find him fighting in your parking garage. It's not Braveheart. <laughs> All right, go on. So him and his peeps are heading off somewhere on his, their horses. We have no idea. Okay. Um, it's a fight in the middle of a thunderstorm. <sighs> Mr. Krabs is the main bad guy. Wait, wait, Mr. Krabs? Yes. Oh, you don't know his name, but the yeah. guy who plays the voice, the, the guy who voices Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob, which, by the way, to to our audience, Stephanie infamously hates SpongeBob SquarePants, and one time she said, I hate SpongeBob for the same reason that I hate Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, you don't remember that? I forgot that. 
Please don't hate me, everyone. <laughs> Stephanie's anti-Semitic. No, no I'm kidding. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> so the guy who does the voice of Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob SquarePants is the villain of this film. Yes. So Mr. Krabs is the main bad guy. He's also the leader of the bad peeps. The fight scenes are really shit. And they they shot this in Scotland, I think. Okay. And they just hired like people who went to the local university to be the doubles. <laughs> the doubles, the extras, the not extras. the doubles. And they they were talking about like they paid them shit and they were like thankful all you had to do is like bring them a bottle of liquor at the end of the day and they would sleep where they were were recording all of this shit and be ready to go to work the next day. <laughs> at some point Chris is amongst the fight and he's just screaming. I don't think like, I don't fucking know what I wrote, because I'm not, like, I don't remember it this way, but whatever. I also wrote the, my notes in Polish, so I could feel like the <laughs> no, no, main no, actor I, in this film. I can read and not- <laughs> No, no, no. I can read what I wrote. I'm just confused. <laughs> That's so- not good. That's not good, because you're... <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I'll just shut the fuck I'm up. I'm just going to give you a little ASMR to come down. All right, so Chris is screaming his own name. Okay. Uh, fight me, you coward! Okay, wait. Act it out. I need to. I need you to. I need you to start right. the scene. B- bunch of people, people fighting, fighting around okay. him, and he's just standing there. McCloud, <laughs> McCloud, fight me, you coward! Okay, but he is McCloud, right? I need so you I don't to call know if McClown. Like, I am I need, here. I need you to. I need you to call him McClown. If like he, you have if been. this was like a parody of this movie, he would have like a giant sign that had an arrow, like Pointing a big down. red arrow, like at him, like "Hey, I'm here." Mm. The second he finds the main bad dude, um, he lifts his sword, but immediately gets stabbed by, <laughs> by Mr. Krabs. Okay, he just he, like, comes into the like, scene. Literally, all the action scenes, except for maybe like one, are complete garbage. Like he literally goes, like he lifts his sword up, like kind of slow motion, and then the dude just like stabs him in the chest. Well, I mean, party foul. You never fucking raise your arms when there's sword fighting going. Well, yeah, on. and we're supposed to believe that he's like some crazy warrior or some shit like that in this clan or whatever. Clan as in Scottish clan. Clans. And as Mr. Krabs is stabbing Chris McCloud, McClown. (laughs) This is getting real already convoluted. (laughs) He says, there can be only one. Ah, that's where it comes from. So. I'm guessing that's not the only time they say that. No, they, they, (laughs) this, I mean, it's not that many times, but it could definitely be like a, a drinking game. Decently, you get fucked up by the end of this movie. This movie, by the way, is a little under two hours. I think it's with the credits like an hour fifty ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention uh, what we're drinking today. Mm. I think it's like our uh, classic. Our it's the explaining me drink, but not really. But we'll, you know, I feel like it's just a standard for us now. Kettle uh, Juan. Uh, this is the Blossom Cherry? Bitch. Blossom something. What is it? Orange Blossom. Orange Blossom. And Peach? Cherry Blossom. Yeah. Three shots deep. Donna's two shots deep. And lemonade. She has regular lemonade. I have strawberry lemonade. So, transition. Through his eyeball, 
back into the garage. The Madison Square Garden garage that may or may not exist. Chris is driving out of the parking lot, and I don't know who, because there was no one else in the garage. The fire hose gets in the passenger seat. (laughs) (laughs) Someone calls the cops, and as he's literally driving out of the garage... Party foul number two. Nobody calls the cops in New York City. Everyone's just like... (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing. (laughs) That that happened. Unless there's a lot of blood, Mm. (laughs) no one calls the cops. So... He's trying to drive out. The cops stop him. Uh, immediately, police brutal. <laughs> <laughs> police brutal. That's right. The police called the other police. They're their big brother police. And they were like, you got to get down here. We're going to beat shit out of a Scotsman. <laughs> I tattletailed on you, you stupid bitch. <laughs> police brutality uh, ensues. He just says something snarky and immediately gets a gun to the head. <laughs> That's realistic. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it's just like the way that it happens. They like pull him out. They, I don't, again, I don't know who the fuck called the cops. They stop him. He gets out of the car. They pull him out. They throw him against the cop car. He says something and immediately the first guy is just like gun to head. <laughs> Cut back to the past. <laughs> Okay. There's a lot, like, I had to pause so many times because I'm like, yo, th- there's too many back and forth at this point. This is fucking crazy. Chris is... <laughs> Chris is dying and he gets a little Dominus Patrus from the fr- priest. <laughs> what is he dying of? Oh, because The stab. He got stabbed. Wait a minute. Wait, this is in the past. This is in the past. Yeah, cut I to the past. I thought you were telling me that in the back of a cop car there was also a priest. <laughs> and he was like, He's would like, you like your last rite, son? Yeah. <laughs> so, it doesn't look good for him. He's bleeding. He's got, like, a wrap over his chest and shit like that. And he had... When they were, like, in the past leaving the town, some woman came running up to him and giving him flowers. Like, you know, they had some kind of, like, sexual romance. And she a, uh, is she a, like, a beggar? Like, a vagabond? No, no, no. Like, she's a gardener? What? (laughs) No, she's, like, his lover. So women would, like, give their men flowers to remember them by or some shit like oh, that's that. that's so sweet. Like, it literally, it's the same shit happened in fucking Braveheart, I feel like. She gives, well, no, they were, back to Braveheart, when they were babies, she, the little girl gives yeah, him a flower. Yeah, she gave him a flower yeah, that's yeah, yeah. poisonous in Scotland and not at all the flower of Scotland. I, I read trivia about that. The flower that she gave him, it's like it's a, a nettle of some, yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. That he keeps and then yeah. gives her he that. He wouldn't it, be able to touch it. <laughs> Well, he pressed it. He dried it. Yeah. Is it still poisonous if it's dried? I don't know. Good, he didn't fucking good. eat it. But yeah, like, like, right, he so licked it, his, thinking it's her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his lover gave him a flower. Yes, and then his flower. lover is there, like while he's dying. And I don't remember who says it. I think it's like one of his friends that he went off to fight with. He's like. She's crying and screaming. He's like, shut the fuck up. He doesn't want to hear, hear a crying bitch as his last thing before he dies. Is that how he said it? Is his fucking friend DMX? Like, who is screaming at her like, like that? Oi! <laughs> <laughs> DMX. Listen here, you broad. DMX is now he Russian. He doesn't want to hear. This is turning into Russian <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I don't want to do a DMX impression. I'm not that drunk. I'm not that drunk yet. So, we see him dying, and then immediately cut back to the future. He's 
going to the station, I think, and a cop's... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. We cut back to the garage in the future, and there's already, like, an insane amount of people trying to take pictures of the crime scene. <laughs> and there's a chick that comes in who, spoiler alert, ends up being the main love interest. Okay. And some cop... The cops in this movie are just total dickholes. Like, just beyond stereotypical, like... Yeah, you know, like like New York cops. Mm-hmm. The guys, one of the cops is uh, walking over the body, and okay. he's holding a cup of coffee, and he spills coffee on the body. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? So some chick ends up finding Chris's sword. He left his sword at the crime scene, and she's she's. We don't find this out till later in the movie, but still, it doesn't fucking matter. She's some kind of, like, ancient sword specialist. And she's like, oh my god, it's a blah 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 from the 10th century or some shit like that. What does she do for a living that she's just at the crime scene? She's a forensics person. Oh, okay, and on the side, she's just a sword specialist. Yes, and she wrote a book about ancient swords. that's that's pretty realistic. But just the fact, like, she sees it and then immediately knows what well, it is. Well, I would say, why is she picking up evidence? <laughs> just she has gloves. The- okay. <laughs> I'm glad. It didn't take crazy of shit it. about her. <laughs> but then when you fucking point out something that you didn't mention, no, no, she's not that dumb. She has gloves. <laughs> While we're in the garage and the cops are spilling coffee on the dead bodies, <laughs> we get a little thing about someone saying, like, oh, we had a similar incident happen in New Jersey right across the water good <laughs> no <laughs> right across the water <laughs> listen <laughs> donna's just making faces at me like what the fuck are you saying you Acro- dumb bitch. across the water across the water the water <laughs> the water in new jersey jersey i'm about to get boston on this shit <laughs> they, they they had a similar thing happen in jersey across the water some what is guy, this, a newsie from the 1920s? Some, some guy got his, his fucking head chopped off over there. <laughs> Across the water. You worry about the shit? You, you throw a rock, you get on the other side of the water. <laughs> you reach the body. Across the pond. They, they That's Hackensack. They, they fucking left that shit in the parking lot, too. <laughs> They're fucking turning into Marky Mark. You're writing out. <laughs> You're also writing your own script. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> cut to um, Chris getting interrogated by the cops, and it's just, again, just a fucking travesty. We find out that he's into, he's like an antique dealer. McClown. McClown, yeah. <laughs> and the cops are saying that it must have been a deal gone wrong, that he killed the other dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because... I, for one, have have seen white men in suits sword fighting in the parking lot of Madison Square Garden over a, a sword deal or a drug deal of some sort. Chris says he probably slid his own head off because of the shit WWE. <laughs> so they're making a joke about how garbage the WWE <laughs> match was that they weren't there for. Right, but so, somehow okay, a man... All right, oh, wait, hold wait on, minute, hold so on. Somehow a man cut his own fucking I just, head off. I don't want to get sued. What are you... What are you, like, well, whip the sword in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, somebody cutting their own fucking head off. 
wait, wait, wait. You have to envision it. Somebody picks a sword up and whips it in a circle yeah, to the he, point where it what, what's I don't know what that's like sport a lasso. Is. No, what's that sport called like javelin? No, throwing? not the javelin throwing where you take like a, a ball at the end of like a chain and you have to throw it. A chain? Um I, I think I know what you're talking about. But, I don't know what it's called. But can you imagine somebody like there's some crazy ways to kill yourself. But seeing that, like, you're yelling at somebody like, no, your life is worth it, and it's in the middle of them cutting their own fucking head off. Okay, I, I, because they, they say something, it's, remember, this movie was made in the 80s, so they say some inappropriate shit. One of the cops drops the F-bomb on him. An F-slur? Yes. Okay. The cop asks if he's... Uh-huh, yeah, okay. C replies... McClown? Yes. No, wait. The cop is inter- interviewing <clears throat> there's now. Mul- there's multiple cops in the interrogation room. It's not really uh, an interrogation right. so, room. So, we're, we're now <clears throat> we're, so we left the crime scene. Yes. And now we're in the interrogation room. Yes. And they asked McClown if the guy he killed yeah. was a homosexual. Well, no. He asks him if he's a homosexual. Oh, oh okay, okay. And he's like, why? Because you cruising for some ass? <laughs> And I fucking died. <laughs> That's a great movie. It was so fucking good. <laughs> this man who doesn't speak English is Scottish throwing these goddamn <laughs> nuclear bombs at these cops. Oh, they killed him. I know they And didn't. the cop's like, no, you definitely went to the garage for a blowjob. <laughs> That's the deal that they fought over. How much was this blowjob? And the price is so high. <laughs> then he killed himself. <laughs> He's like, fuck this wrestling match. Fuck this deal. He doesn't want me to suck his dick. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Here, take my head. <laughs> you can use it for your sexual advances. I will blow you in death. <laughs> Even though you didn't want to blow me in life. <laughs> so... Cut to Mr. Krabs. I think this movie's great. Yeah. <laughs> this is all still like, I think, the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. Mr. Krabs is driving in a car and he's going to a motel to rent a room out. In 1536? No, in the present. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like some. <laughs> Excuse me, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he's driving a car in 1536. They're like, Damon! <laughs> Witch! <laughs> Um, he, th- this motel is like, there's it, a, there's a man just sitting in the lobby, like the entrance and just talking shit on the guy who's like, what's it called? The receptionist? Who's the, the clerk, the desk Yeah, clerk, yeah. The yeah. person like Who in checks the front. people in. Yeah. He gets his room, Mr. Krabs. So we get the, the motel hotel holiday in. Yes. And... Mr. Krabs walks into his room, and he has, like, a briefcase. Okay. He opens the briefcase up, and there are pieces of a sword. Okay. It's like a jigsaw puzzle sword. Okay. (laughs) But I fucking wish. Imagine you were like, I got a jigsaw, and it's a gun, and you put it together, and it forms a real gun. Well, okay, guns come apart, so that makes sense. What? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> but this, like, I, I was watching this with my boyfriend, and he's like, 
that wouldn't work. <laughs> He's like, mind no, you, mind you, I just want to say, he said when we told him we were doing this movie, oh, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. I love that movie. Yeah. And he's like, I don't remember it. And and when we were watching it, he's like, oh, this is so much worse than I remember. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of movies from your childhood. But he, so the handle is separate. The first part of the sword is separate. And then, like, there's the tip of the sword is another separate piece. I'm, I'm, do you know, like, um, I know Swiffer has it. I'm just not sponsored. When you get it, right? It comes, it comes in pieces and in you have pieces, to lock right? the things yeah, together. Yeah, and then when you lock the two pieces in, there's like a little button that pops out. That you can push back to take it apart again. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, is there a little button on one side? Because <laughs> how else would it keep together? He starts like practicing with it or some shit like that. God, the shit that happens in motels. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. We... Or I, this is the first time that I write it down. I don't know if this is when we find out. But the forensics bitch, who's also a sword specialist, her name is Beth. Oh, Beth. So Beth and her peeps get some samples from the dead dude. Um, he had some random metal pieces in him. They're like, yep, this is definitely a suicide. <laughs> and they're like, case closed. And she's like this doesn't make sense, and we don't know what she's thinking, but she ends up going back to the crime scene in the garage, and there's one part when they're fighting that you see Chris, like, hits the wall, and apparently, like, giant chunks of his sword break off, which, obviously, you don't see the damage on the sword, so again, plot hole. Oh, um, funny note, I was like, was the budget so low in the movie that they couldn't even buy caution tape? They use, like, it looks like, do you know what plumber's tape is? No. It's, like, kind of thin plastic that you wrap around, um, like, pipes. fittings for the pipes when you're screwing <laughs> two together mm -hmm. so the water can't leak through it. It looked like that, but in red. Like, it's just, like, thin, maybe, like, inch-thick strips over, like, where the crime I mean, scene It's better happened. than what I imagined, which is, like, Party City, Welcome Home, like, fucking <laughs> banners and they shit. They just went out and got the poppers, <laughs> like, the twist ones that blow up. Which, uh, Confetti. just, I just wanted to note, I did look it up, Madison Square Garden does have a parking garage. I don't know why. Oh, I thought you were looking up her name. <laughs> fucking Beth? Yeah. yeah. I looked up Beth's name. It's Beth. No, I didn't look up Beth's name. But Beth's <laughs> name is Beth. You mean the actress? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm doing your job for your work. So... When she's in the garage, she gets spooked because she thinks she hears something. And she does. She's right. Chris is there for some reason. Okay. He sensed that someone was going to go back to the crime scene. His name is not McCloud. It's McLoyd. There you go. That's okay, how... Cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember when I made a joke about Stephanie not being able to read English like this actor wasn't able to, probably? Uh, I mean, I never, I never... Are you sure that her name is Beth and it's not Brenda? Maybe I correct myself, oh but I don't remember. I'm God. too drunk already. <laughs> Anyways, right. back right. to the yep. movie. Yep, yep. She gets spooked and ends up going to a bar. Okay. Where Chris somehow got there before her. I mean, look at the day he's had. <laughs> he He's also somehow reading her mind, knowing where she's going to go. Is he a magician? He might as well be. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some parts. <laughs> got it, got it. Her name is Brenda. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I can't. I can't trust you for shit. 
<laughs> I literally fucking have it written. <laughs> I'm like, I know I put it somewhere. Chris wants to walk her home. Like, they have some... She's talking to the bartender, and I think the bartender asks her, like, what kind of day she's having, and he, she's like, don't ask. And he, like, interrupts their conversation, and he's like, let me walk you home. And she's like, I just met you. Like, who the she fuck are you? She didn't even meet him. He just and intercepted then, but their I conversation. Think, I don't remember when it happens, but I think right before when she was, like, in the forensics office or whatever. Mm-hmm. That um, thing that exists. <laughs> you mean a lab? <clears throat> yes, a lab. She had pictures of him. She looks at pictures of him at some point. How? I, I don't fucking know. Again, this is the future past. I um, it's with those, it's with those great CCTV cameras that they yeah, have in the parking yeah, yeah. garage of Where MSG they, like, in 1986. In and, yep. and it materializes pixels that were never there. We were able to pick his fingerprint up from an AI machine we had in the, <laughs> the parking lot of MSG. It, we got his fingerprint from the air. Um, I just have to tell you, we ran the victim's DNA. His DNA came back as coffee. So <laughs> we think he's a coffee monster. Um, there was definitely some sexual violations happened <laughs> after he got decapitated. <laughs> so she says no. Okay. You can't walk me home. And then she ends up following him. <laughs> <laughs> a reverse hate crime? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So she leaves first, but then like, waits behind a car until he walks out of the bar. Can you imagine how fucking embarrassing it would be if a man asked to walk you home and you said no and you hid behind a car to follow him and he sees you? (laughs) I would be like, I'm taking a shit. What else, (laughs) what what other excuse would you have other than I'm following you? Would you just like go to the end of the block, cross, and then just go backwards on the same block? To make sure that nobody noticed me, I would crawl under a car like some kind of creature. <laughs> well, you need an SUV. You need to find a tall car. No, you don't. You yes, fit you under. No, you don't. You won't fit under a sedan. Are you calling me fat? No, like <laughs> no regular. Maybe a child could. No adult person. <laughs> well, Stephanie, we are doing a podcast where nobody can see us. How does everybody else not know how tall or short I am? I could be four foot two. I'm a slushy. <laughs> People are going to say I'm a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the weekends. Okay. Um. So she starts following him, and he's, they're walking through some crusty, dusty streets. Oh, by the way, this wasn't actually shot in New York. I think this oh, was. Oh, no fucking duh. Ontario, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Canada, yeah, yeah. where every fucking New York movie is shot. So he's walking down some street, and he, like, walks into the al- an alleyway. Can and- I ask, can I ask a question? What? Is McLeod Foyne? He that's has, a no. <laughs> he has a gigantic forehead. All right, that's he got five heads. That's no, a no. No, he got like seven heads. Okay. <laughs> like he when when we go back to the past, he has like a wig on, mm-hmm. so he has long but he has, hair. Is he a bangs? Like <laughs> no, he has no bangs, and it's just forehead like up to here. But it's like he has a very like flat, tall forehead. I'm done. So it's like imagine his face is <laughs> like here. <laughs> And, like, his forehead is almost as big as, like, the entire... And I'm sorry if someone finds Chris Lombardi or whatever the fuck his (laughs) name is attractive. Like, he doesn't have a bad face, but Jesus Christ, his forehead is gigantic. So, for a Scottish man, he's not, like, He's not Scottish. No. Oh, no. What? 
Wait a minute. What do you mean he's not Scottish? I thought he was Scottish. Life. No, I said Oh, he's yeah, French. I know he's French. I yeah. thought, but he's playing a Scottish. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Well, done. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy, the main guy in Outlander, that's a foreign Scott. Hen- Henry Cavill or Seville? I don't remember. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the guy from The Witcher. That's Henry Cavill. Superman. That's Henry Cavill, yeah. He's also fine. He is really fine. He's um, fine. He looks horrible with a mustache, but he's fine with a beard. What the fuck is he wearing a mustache in? Um, he was... There was that whole fucking thing where he had a CGI'd top lip when he was doing... He was filming some other movie while he was filming Superman, mm. and he had a mustache mm-hmm. because it took a long time to like grow in a really thick one. Mm-hmm. So they just CGI'd his top lip. So there's scenes in the like last Superman that his top lip isn't moving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what guy from Outlander you like, but they all look pretty the basic ginger. to me. So his name's Sam Hugan. He okay. He looked plain. He looked like a glass of milk to me. I'm in a full glass. Not even. (laughs) She got, she got IBS, and she'd still be drinking that milk. (laughs) Pour it on me, daddy. So he grabs her. Right, we're going back to the movie now. He grabs her into an alleyway and tells her to be quiet. And then, literally, they're like, it's a shot of the alleyway behind them, and they're kind of like the focal point in the scene, and they're talking to each other, and then like. Maybe two feet away from them, just out of nowhere, from the floor, Mr. Krabs pops up. Wait a minute. Like, he... Like, 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 like uh, this is them, right? The two of them. Yeah. And he's just like, boop! <laughs> like an elevator lifted him up? Yeah, like, he just, like, like... Out of the ground. He was, like, squatting, and oh, then he, all right. like... I don't know, he was hiding in a box or behind a box, and he's just like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? It's-a me. A villain. <laughs> Mr. Krabs! Yeah. It's not his, his name is like Hercon or some shit like that. I don't remember. I don't know either. It's something with a K, I think. Kirkon? Yeah, sure. <laughs> he pops up right next to them, and they just start sword fighting, and then all of a sudden, I don't know who has the police on speed dial, but all of a sudden a, hel- a police helicopter comes to stop the fight, <laughs> and they're on, like, the speaker from the helicopter, and... There's one cop that's super monotone, and he's just like, stop. Where are you going? And that's it. Okay. They run away, and then we jump back into the past. Steve. 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 <laughs> the true villain of this story. Steve. No, Chris's twin brother, Steve. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we jump to the past. The last thing that we saw from Chris was that he was dying. Right. And right. his lady bitch was crying over him, and someone said to shut the fuck up. Are you Mrs. Lady Bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he, everyone's like, you should have died. Why the fuck? Like, you miraculously survived. So everyone starts thinking that he's the devil. Okay. So he, like, the, uh, what, I don't know what it was called, but, like, um, there's an area where everyone, like, in a village or something like that would come and drink and, oh. it, it's like a, a main hall, I guess, would okay. come and drink and eat and stuff like that, and everyone's in this place, and he walks into the hall, or whatever, again, I don't know what the official name is for it, um, and they just start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
because you're the devil. <laughs> Even his his lady bitch <laughs> is like, no, this is too crazy. I was ready for my next dick. You're supposed to be dead. <laughs> I, the, the, the script is so fucking garbage. But so one of his friends that he went off to battle um, convinces everyone not to beat the shit out of him. They put him in like a stocks Mm -hmm. but it's not like one that's like in the ground it's just one where his neck is like there's like a twig not a twig there's a branch behind him and his hands are tied to it like this if you can't like like i know what you're talking about yeah um and they're beating the shit out of him like that and someone intervenes is like no let's just banish him so they banish him but this is in the next scene, but they don't untie him from the, the thing that they tied him to. So, like, Jesus. So he's just, like, <laughs> walking through the countryside somewhere with his hands still tied. And then, of course, we jump to the future. Oh, my God. Chris is in his apartment, and he has, um, there's, I read in the trivia that they took pictures of New York and because it's obviously filmed on a set, the apartment. But there's one right when we walk into the apartment that is the wrong perspective. Okay. So it's like his apartment, but it's like looking down. And then the next window is a perspective of like something, lo- someone looking up. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> it looks so wrong. It like... It's it's something that I saw right away just because, like, art and shit like that. So, I'm like, we're definitely... The camera is eye level with him. Mm-hmm. So, there's no way the perspective would be so down cast from where we are. It doesn't make sense visually. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, I couldn't even envision that if I was sober. So, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, if you ever watch this, or whoever may be listening, uh, and you watch this movie or watch this after you listen to this, take note when we see his apartment. Who in their right fucking mind would watch this after listening to this? Well, I mean, maybe. (laughs) Okay. So, he has, like, um... As opposed to having a sex dungeon in your apartment, he has a museum room in his apartment. (laughs) Right, because the two are synonymous with each other. The opposite of a sex dungeon is a museum. Because if you like art, you're not getting laid. So, (laughs) But if you don't like art, you're fucking in a dungeon. Right. (laughs) Yes. Got it. So, and it's, we don't know this yet, but it's basically just like all relics from his past kind of thing. Have we established any part of this film that has to do with immortality? Not Immortality. Okay. So, we see his apartment, we see his museum room, and then we, again, jump back into the past. It has been five years since he got banished, and he has a new lady bitch. Her name is Heather. It is 1540-something, and her name is Heather? Yes. (laughs) What? I'm sorry, I need some historians to get in my thread and tell me that the name Heather was created in the 1500s. So, his new lady friend, uh, they're in a field. They're either about to fuck or in the middle of fucking, and then all of a sudden, Sean Connery appears on a horse. Okay, wait a second, I forgot he was in this movie. (laughs) They, they mid- 
like her titties like <laughs> almost completely out. <laughs> um and they're like by some rocks. The ha- they show like a scene of where they live or whatever and there's like a a house next to like something that looks like a watchtower like made out of stone and shit like that that's relevant for the future. And Sean Connery tells him some shit and he takes him <laughs> he takes him to like a cliffside and he gets struck Chris gets struck by lightning and Sean tells him uh what he's experiencing is called the quickening. What the quickening is, I have no fucking idea. Cut to the oh future. God. Oh Jesus. The police chick, um Brenda. Beth Brenda. Yep. BB. We find Breath. out her name is Breath. <laughs> we this is now when we find out that she's also a specialist in swords. I thought you were gonna say a stripper. I was yes. like, wow, she got a, a lot of jobs. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> She got some kids that we don't know about. She needs to support. <laughs> Chris has her book and he's reading it. Jump to the past. <laughs> what? Why? Why do we have to, like... I don't need to see Chris taking a shit and then Sean Connery <laughs> teaching him about rock fucking. Like, what is happening? So, um, cut back to the past. Sean Connery and Chris... What's his name, Stephanie? McClown. No, what is Sean Connery's oh, name in it's, this? Um, something Spanish. Ramirez. He's, he's it's yeah, Ramirez. Because cool. yeah, you just googled it. No, I didn't just Google it. I was on IMDb. <laughs> They're on a boat. Okay. Sean Ramirez. Stop. You have to stop doing this shit. We take the real first name and then the character name and mixing it. Because that could be a person, Sean Ramirez. And that's confusing as hell. He's the one. Ramirez. He's the one paddling the boat. Okay. And Chris is standing on the boat. The clown is standing on the boat and he's trying to balance. And he tells Sean Ramirez (laughs) that he doesn't know how to swim. So, of course, Ramirez is like, well, you're going to learn. And he's like, like, don't worry, you're immortal. And he, like, yeets him off of the boat. And he's freaking out. He's slowly sinking to the bottom of the water. And then he's realizing that he's not drowning. So he starts walking (laughs) on the bottom of the water. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He pulled a Jesus Christ and now he's walking at the bottom of the the sea level. Yeah. Well, they're like on a lake or something. He, as he's realizing that he, (laughs) as he's realizing that he can't die, he starts laughing under the water. (laughs) Under the sea. (laughs) Under the sea. I cannot die. I am immortal. Listen to me. (laughs) I walk on the bottom with my fishy friends swimming around. (laughs) I cannot die. There is a white man. He has a Spanish name. What is the shit? Oh, God. (laughs) The last thing we see, Chris was underwater. Right, walking. Yes, walking, and he realizes that he can't die. Because I'm walking underwater. He walks out of the water, Mm -hmm. and it's already, like, later in the day. And Sean Ramirez... (laughs) If you don't stop saying that, we're going to have problems. (laughs) Is sitting by a campfire... 
Okay. Uh, I don't know, cooking up some sausages or some shit like that. And he tells he tells him, uh, "You were born different. You were born different. Yes. How we don't know. Mm-hmm. He tells him that he needs to conceal his immortality or his gift until the gathering. Okay. So, what the gathering is? It is a final prize." When only, this wrong, that's not, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's the final prize for whatever battle they're in. So basically, all the people that are immortal are fighting to get this final prize. What it is, we have no fucking idea. It's not like the spot to be king immortal? No. We okay. haven't, we really have no idea what it's supposed to be. But... When a few of them are left, they'll, like, be pulled to a specific location where the gathering is supposed to happen. Okay. Right. Like Magic the Gathering? Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. Cut to a training montage, and um, Ramirez tells Chris McClown that the only areas that he's safe, like, if he meets another immortal, the only areas that he is safe is on holy ground, a.k.a. churches. This is a Jesus movie. Oh, you're joking. This is a religious film? Oh, you're I jo- don't you really know, are. but, oh, the, oh, but the, the... I'm gonna it, tell you right now that the Catholics don't believe in this. <laughs> well, no, there's... I feel like I've seen other shit where they say, like... Get to nothing, holy ground. Yeah, nothing can happen yeah, on holy ground. Those are movies about things like exorcisms or paranormal shit, which I'm not trying to debate whether or not that shit's real, but I will say that compared the movie Highlander and then paranormal like like you activity. Know, not activity, <laughs> but paranormal shit. I'm like, shut the fuck up. All right, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean. But not yes. a phase, mom. <laughs> I love I'm the Jesus. Highlander. Um <laughs> Basically, he, within this training montage, it's like a voiceover, basically. Um, Sean Connery's like, mood, apathetic. <laughs> I can't he, even do a Scottish accent. I'm doing the fucking... What's that song? You must fight. <laughs> this, is, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger what? all of a sudden. <laughs> you must fight till the only one is left. I don't know what happens. You sound like the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but I wrote a bit of homoerotica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he tells him that because he's immortal, uh, he can't have kids. So he doesn't age. He, I guess it's like, what the fuck is that movie with um, the guy from NSYNC? Justin Timberlake? Yes. Uh, time something? I think it's... Where they have, like, a clock on their wrist? You mean the movie with Killian Murphy in it? Is he in it? Yeah, oh, yeah. he plays the cop or the guy who's coming after them, the bounty yes, hunter. Yes, 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 you're right, yes. Why is Killian Murphy... Time... Who is time out? Time up? Time's up. Maybe? Time, um... time cop. Hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> where Why they is... stop aging when they're, yeah, like, 25 Yeah, I, I know what the fucking... Like and Olivia Wilde is his mom in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. So and then she dies trying to get on a bus. No, <laughs> <laughs> <a> spoiler alert! <laughs> oh yeah, whoops. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I've only I've only seen clips of it. Okay, like maybe I would watch it 
because Killian Murphy's in it. But like, <laughs> why is why does he make shit? Tell me why he makes garbage. Well, it's like what's his face from Infinite that they always put him in shit movies, but he's Chiwetel. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. He signed his soul to the devil to get famous, <laughs> and like then he's Nick making Cage. shit. <laughs> Um, no, well, recently, Nick Cage, recently, Nick Cage made good movies recently because he signed on to any project thrown at him because he owed so much money to the fucking IRS. Right. Because well, that's, that's what happens fault. when you take your millions of dollars and you buy pyramids and di- dinosaur eggs. But but I digress. So yes, he tells him he can't have kids, and then Ramirez tells Chris that he should leave Heather. Because it's only going to break his heart at the end because he's basically going to see her die because he's going to outlive her. But then he proceeds to tell him that he's had three wives. From his past? Yeah. So, like, okay, yeah, but you still had love. Like, even though it was painful, you still had it. Why would you tell him to leave? Why does the clown not know that he (laughs) had these past lives and wives? How is he only now finding out that no, he's so, immortal? Because, again, he was born special. We never get a description for why. But And, like, like Infinites, even though that movie sucks, he doesn't remember that he's immortal? No, 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 no. no. Okay, oh, okay. Right. oh, God. I'm going to bring some spoilers to you guys right now. <laughs> um, there are multiple of these movies. You mean, like, there's sequels? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. And, but, and, but. So... In the theatrical release, there was a different description for what actually happened in the first movie, and then they changed it like on the DVD releases for whatever reason, because they said it was too confusing, but it makes less sense, kind of. Mm-hmm. So in the second movie, they explain that they're basically aliens. Oh my god. Wait. Okay. <laughs> right. So let, let me finish this, and then you can say whatever you're thinking. They explained that they were aliens, and... <laughs> you know, you pulling a new one on this show, because you pulling in shit from a sequel that I didn't even know existed, when I don't even know uh, what the hell's going on in the first one. You want to hear something better? Oh, God. <laughs> you going to tell me anyway? There's five of these Highlander films? movies. There was a spin-off TV show, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently Chris Lambert... And Sean Connery had such a good connection on the set of this movie, even though he was filming for only a week, so I don't know how the fuck they got so connected, but whatever, it's possible, that he forced Sean Connery, or not forced, convinced Sean Connery to come back in the sequels, because he wasn't originally going to. Uh, So... He's like, no, I got another movie role. It's called Braveheart. And then he's never in it because you thought Brian Cox was Sean Connery. Listen, he's there for like two minutes, okay? So does it matter? He can still be whatever. It's fine. He's not in the Braveheart. <laughs> he's not in the Braveheart. What were we saying? I feel like uh, he told me he can't have kids. Right. He told Leave me he Heather. can't have kids. Leave Feather. Really Feather. <laughs> <laughs> I would have believed that more that, that, that her name was Feather. Feather. Um, leave her because you're just going to feel pain when she dies. There we go. <laughs> we find out. Or I guess I realize. Oh, God. It's <laughs> a big difference. <laughs> uh, Mr. Krabs is a Kurgan? That's his name, isn't it? A Kurgan is a Russian immortal. So 
I don't I don't remember <laughs> in history uh the Scots fought Russians. <laughs> uh history buffs hop on it. Tell us if that's yeah, they're gonna true. Be like, you stupid bitch. Yes yeah. they did. <laughs> okay, this is news to me if that actually happened in history. Um but didn't everyone fight everyone at some point? <laughs> but hold on, there's there's a specific thing where Sean Connery tells Chris that, like, yeah, he's super brutal because he for <laughs> he forced people to throw their babies into dog pits so that the dogs could fight over the baby meat. Oh, the baby meat. Mmm. <laughs> okay. How do you think that tastes? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No this good. baby meat is succulent, and you know what? This dog meat tastes like baby, so, you know. Because <laughs> they consumed it. Yeah. They're having the montage. The montage ends, and I don't know where the fuck Chris went, but Sean Connery is hanging out with Heather <laughs> in the tower. Are you single? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're about to be. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing later tonight? <laughs> the, so, let me set the scene. The tower is literally, like, the floor, and then there's a staircase that just wraps around the edge of the tower, so, like, the whole thing is open in the middle. They're just talking, they're mm-hmm. laughing, they're Ramirez. connecting, they're where, flirting. Where, where is that from? Edinburgh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said Ramirez, where is that from? Oh, yeah. And then I said Edinburgh. Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm from Glasgow. <laughs> Glaswegian. <laughs> they're talking in the tower and all of a sudden like the door shoots open and Kirk and Mr. Krabs is in the doorway. He somehow found them. I Why? feel they have Stephanie, you have now taken people's names. You have now taken the real first name of somebody, the first name of the character in this movie, and then the name of a character from something else most people know about, and combined it into one of the most confusing fucking names ever. Kirk and Mr. Krabs, Chris McClown, or McLoyd, or McCloud, and then <laughs> Sean Ramirez. I'm gonna... This is how my brain works. <laughs> not fair. <laughs> what? How? How the fuck am I supposed to follow along? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Mr. Krabs shows up. C isn't there. Sean and Krabs start sword fighting. There's a lot of sword fighting if you haven't gotten that at yeah. this point. There's a lot of sword suicides in this realm. They start, like, fighting up the staircase. And I don't... Every time one of them, like, hits the wall, it explodes, but instead of exploding outwards, it explodes inwards. Okay, okay so I'm it's definitely like following reverse that. reverse physics. Mr. Krabs ends up chopping Sean Connery's head off. <gasps> he dun, dies? Dun, dun. Yes. <laughs> What's confusing? So he cuts off Sean Connery's head, and then he falls... Because, like, while they were fighting, they were going more up and up. And oh, I didn't write this down, but I remember. Um, as they're fighting, like, more of the tower keeps collapsing. And it's like... Did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> At Spoiler alert. Well, it's been, like, five years. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Last season, 
when last um, season the last season of game the of last season okay when he's fighting uh, uh the hound is fighting his brother yeah and the mountain denarius is destroying the shit De- out i of- thought you were gonna say de niro and i was gonna be like <laughs> where was robert de niro in game of thrones daenerys got it uh-huh. denarius it's not denarius it's denarius it's not denarius it's denarius it's denarius Yes, but it's pronounced Daenerys. It's Daenerys. It's not Daenerys. It's Daenerys. I swear to God. Listen, don't make me call my husband. It's Daenerys. It's Daenerys. It's not they Daenerys. They Daenerys in the show. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Don't yes. worry. Don't worry. Just keep going. When she's destroying the shit, Danny. Yeah. Out of the city, uh, there's a part where they're also like climbing a staircase and. Everything else is in rubble, and just the staircase survives. Mm-hmm. It's literally kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he, once like it's the peak of the stairs, and there's no more stairs. As they're at the very top, he slices Sean Connery's head off. Okay, so he ends up falling, Mister Krabs, <laughs> but he's totally fine. So whatever, he he be falling flow- through sh- fucking floors, he, popping up out of other ones. He thinks Heather was. Sean Connery's woman. Wife? Yeah, okay. There's more to that later. Oh, but that's all we know. As Mr. Krabs is killing Sean, he again screams, There can only be one! And then has an orgasm. And what? <laughs> I wrote down too many cutscenes cuz this was getting super <laughs> fucking frustrating with them going back and forth back and forth between the future and the past. So, again, cut to the past but not present day. They don't say specifically, but I figured out later on that it's cut to World War 2. Oh my god. Chris is running through like the fields. A town that's completely destroyed or some shit He's like running that. Running through the forest, running through the waters. Running to the woods, something. your sons and daughters. daughters. <laughs> um, he finds a little girl that's scared, and then all of a sudden he gets shot because a Nazi just like pops out of nowhere and starts shooting him. He's like Nazi, and then shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I don't know spoilers or not spoilers. He tells her, so he gets shot. Right, he falls and he kind of like covers her body so she doesn't get killed. And he kind of, like, lifts his head up while he's on top of her. No sexual. (laughs) (laughs) And, ma'am, what would you like? What would you like for dinner tonight? No sexual. (laughs) And the girl's like, how are you not dead? And he tells her, it's a kind of magic. Oh. He gets up. Every little thing he does is magic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He gets up. He kills the Nazi. Yay. So, we end up finding out that this little girl, I missed this. My boyfriend told me. <laughs> Did oh, you realize Jesus the connection? Christ. I was like, what? No. It's because I was taking notes. The little girl that he rescues ends up being his secretary at his antiques store in the future. She's like 40-something? Yeah. Is she hot? She good looking. Okay. Yeah. I guess there's like a cut or something where we find out that he calls the the what? girl <laughs> the same name as the little girl mm-hmm. in the flashback. Wow, this movie must be cutting like crazy. Literally every two fucking minutes. Um, 
Brenda Beth Breath Breath <laughs> is still investigating him and she finds out that he owns like an antique place or whatever uh and she shows up he's not there the secretary tells him like no he's not in you can't see him but of course he comes back from he comes out from the back and he's like it's okay like she can come see me i feel like i forgot to write something down um the last time maybe it was when the fight happened when mr krabs popped up in the alley and the helicopter thing happened she invited him over to her place and he just shows up, but <laughs> he doesn't want to take his flasher trench coat off. Okay. Like, he comes to her apartment, and he finds... She goes to, to like, say that she's getting ready or something like that, and he, again, like, I, they have, like, random dar. I don't know how to say it. What? <laughs> Radar. <laughs> Okay. Gundar, tapedar, I don't know. He randomly finds a gun in her house. And then he also finds, like, a tape recorder that she's recording the conversation, the conversation. that they're ha having. But she doesn't see that he's finding this. Um, and he also looks out the window, and the cop who spilled coffee on the dead body is sitting in a car in front of her apartment. So she comes out, and he's like, are you working with the cops to try to, like, get me for the murder that happened back in the garage at the beginning of the movie? And she's like, no, I'm just trying to see your fancy sword and find out how you got it. <laughs> she's like, it's just so amazing. I want to see it. I'm just like... <laughs> he says no. <laughs> uh -oh. There's, like, I think only two times in the movie... This is after Sean Connery has died, but his spirit somehow talks to Chris. <laughs> In and out of the movie, you just hear, you're the man now, dog. No, like, you, you hear, like, a voiceover, and then you hear... Stephanie doesn't get that, because she doesn't no, know I what don't. movie that is. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, and then Chris answers him, like, in real life. So I'm like, what the fuck? He just randomly regular talks New to him? regular New York attitude. <laughs> so Chris comes to him, speaking, right, in spirit form... And he tells him that he needs to save her. Being Who's Beth. her? Breath? Breath. Save Breath of the Wild. <laughs> jump to the past. Oh, God. Take um, a shot every time we have to jump to something. <laughs> no, you would be dead. <laughs> so, jump to the past. It's Chris and Heather montage. We see the tower it, there's no explanation where he was when the whole thing where Sean Connery died happened but we see the tower is completely collapsed and then like a hill over they built a new house <laughs> so like they still see it's the like demolished the Sims. shit <laughs> like it gets destroyed by Bowser and you're just going to pop another lot of Bowser yeah. Sims Sim City the original Sim game from there's the 1980s Bowser? Oh, God, this is why your brother failed you for being born, like, a decade before you. When you would play SimCity, where it's just you building, like, yeah, buildings no, and stuff game. like that, you could have a button that you would destroy your city, and Bowser would come, like, Godzilla, and fucking destroy <laughs> everything. And I've turn, never seen And that. blow fire and destroy I know you can have, like, it. aliens and shit like that come uh -huh. and, and hurt You know that, but monsters. you don't know the other thing. I didn't know nintendo and whoever the fuck made sim city yeah N super nintendo sim city the original super nintendo yeah nintendo made sim city yes we see chris riding in on a horse going to the new house and he calls for heather 
And Heather is like... On her phone? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Calls for her. Mm. She comes running down Where the hill. Where does this take place again? <laughs> Scotland. The mixing of cultures is really getting to me. So she comes running down the hill, and we see she's That is Ramirez, dusty. my Scottish yodeling husband. He is white. <laughs> Not Sean Connery, Chris. I know, that was a joke. Oh, Lord. Did you hear what I said? No. She crusty dusty. She crusty? She's dirty? She old. Ah. Uh, she old as fuck. Okay. They don't say how many years have passed, but she fucking old. He's like, bitch, I'm gonna get you life alert for your next birthday if you live it. <laughs> so, she's like carrying a sheep or something. And they start talking. She seems totally fine. And then the next scene is them in bed. And she tells him, or she asks him. She says, touch me. Touch me. <laughs> she asks him, she asks him <laughs> to light a candle for her on her birthday after she dies. And then she dies. And he's like, psych! Like, as soon as she dies. <laughs> but it's like. It doesn't make sense. I know they're trying to cram a bunch of, like, timeline within this, but... You don't say. It's literally them talking. She comes running down the hill. She seems super fucking fine. And then she's like, light a candle for when I die. And then she just dies. She's like, I pressed my off button. (laughs) I am done. I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) Jump to the future. Oh, God. We're in... What we're supposed to believe is Central Park. What we're supposed to believe. Yeah, I think maybe this scene was actually shot in Central Park, but I'm not sure. He meets with another... Oh. (coughs) Bars. He meets with another immortal Mm -hmm. who he's friends with. Okay. And they don't say it, but we find out that there's only three immortals left. In the 80s? Yes. So it's him, this Boom Boom Man, and Mr. Krabs. I'm saying Boom Boom Man because he gives him, like, he pulls out, um, what's it called? Pierschufka. What, what is it called in English? <laughs> um, the little swig thing. A flask. A flask. He pulls out a flask, and he tells him... Uh, what was that Polish word? Pierschufka. Pierschufka. Pier. Pier. Shufka. Shufka. Pier Shufka. Yeah. So it, I'm gonna it remember flask. that. But they sell bottles that look like flasks. Mm. So that's what that is. But he gives him some and he calls it a boom boom drink. So I just call him boom boom man. <laughs> He's like, nobody's gonna get this unless you've seen the movie 13. He's like, yo Chris, you want some of my voodoo juice? <laughs> When he's talking to this guy, we find out that the gathering, remember the gathering? Yeah. It's in New York City. Oh, wow. So. This is Comic-Con. <laughs> okay, this is an important, I can't, I don't, whatever, it doesn't matter. He doesn't die. Chris. <laughs> okay, back to the future. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> take a drink every time she mentions the title of another movie that has to do with time travel. Um, Mr. Crab. Crabs is doing nothing important. <laughs> this 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 
part of the movie made absolutely no fucking sense. Compared to the rest of the film? <laughs> yes. This specifically. So, we see Mr. Krabs, like, doing some random shit in an alleyway. And then there's a random guy driving through the alleyway. Alleyway. <laughs> alleyway. And he has... No one else is in the car, but in the passenger seat, there's just, like, a pile of guns. <laughs> and he's, like, I don't know, he's looking to shoot someone. He's just looking for someone to shoot. Mr. Krabs is looking for Boom Boom Man. And him and Boom Boom Man start having um, a sword fight. <laughs> Boom Boom Man gets his head chopped Tonight off. at 10 o'clock, do you know where your children are? An 18th sword fight happened in New York City today. <laughs> Him and Mr. Boom Boom Man start getting into a sword fight in the alleyway. I have a question. Does Mr. Boom Boom Man have a government name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Now I gotta look this shit up. I don't even know how I'm gonna find out what the hell his name is. It's not Lieutenant Frank Morin, that's the cop. It's not that other detective. Is it Sundra Costagir? Kirk Matunas? Oh wait, that's not their names. Is it Hugh or Christopher or Peter or Billy or James? I don't know. Alright, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna live like this. Yes, Mr. Boom Boom Man. So fucking stupid. (laughs) Gets his head chopped off. Okay. The random dude who's driving through the alleyway sees the sword fight happening, stops his car, so grabs his guns. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to get in on that action. <laughs> and starts shooting at Mr. Krabs. Random dude gets impaled. Random dude? The car gun dude. Oh, all right. He doesn't even he doesn't even win in this fight. Even no, he has a gun. No, okay. but he's a witness to it, so that counts. Mr. Krabs gets an orgasm because remember, every time an immortal dies, the other person who won has an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And as he's having this orgasm, <laughs> when they're in the alleyway, all the windows from the buildings around him start Shatter. blowing mm-hmm. up. And then somehow this alleyway must be the fucking main walkway. In this fucking town, because there's like a crowd of 20 people who roll up to see all the shit blowing up. And there's. He has his orgasm, all the shit blows up. In this alleyway, there's another car who's driving through, and it's like an old man and an old lady. Okay. What? You know many fucking um, alleyways of New York City that you can drive through? No. Yeah. There's an old lady and an old man. I don't rem- I think he, like, throws or kills the old man and just, like, throws him out of the car or some shit like that. And the old lady is still in the car. Mr. Krabs. Yes. Grand Theft Auto's this man's car. Yes. Like, throwing him out and yes. stealing it. Okay. And then this granny <laughs> starts yelling, Daddy, help me! <laughs> Random dude. Guy gun. Mm-hmm. Gun guy car. Yeah. He's still alive. We end up seeing him in the hospital. Um, he's some kind of survivalist. Like, he, they just randomly mention that while he's driving around in his car with Can you guns. imagine, like, you're a cop and you pull somebody over and he's like, license and registration. He's like, oh, okay, hold on one second. It's under my pile of guns. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Uh, he would be dead. <laughs> he mentions that he's some kind of survivalist and like what he witnessed. It doesn't fucking matter. Cut to Brenda. Is trying to breath. figure out. Cut to breath. Cut Get to breath. Get it right. Tight. Get it right. Tight. <laughs> trying to figure out um, who Chris really is because his story doesn't make sense to her. Mm-hmm. She finds out that he's been stealing dead boys' names since the 17-somethings. Okay. She goes to, like, a library and someone's helping her on a computer. Remember those? Computer. <laughs> and, like, the sequence doesn't make sense because she's like, oh, I'm convinced that, yeah, he's definitely immortal and he's been alive for, like, 300 years. She just came to this conclusion on her own. Make yeah. off the crime dog here <laughs> who, who's trying to study swords and do a forensic job. Found out with no evidence, really, well, that no. this man okay. is an immortal all right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold and on. lived through all of these goddamn they, centuries. So, all right, hold on. More backstory. I didn't write this down, but I remember. She goes to the library, and she starts with this other person who's helping her. She starts pulling up the deeds from the property that he owns, Mm -hmm. and all the names that have been, um, like, registered or signed for that property for the last 300 years are all of boys who yeah. died when they were like under the age of 12 or right. something He's like that. stealing dead people's identities yeah. to register as them now. Right. So basically, but no, not now, even in the past. Yeah. So he would like take a dead person, boys, specifically, they say boys, mm-hmm. take a dead boy murdering <laughs> name <laughs> and then he would transfer it to another name who was also a dead boy, but that was still him. So he's kept the same property for like 300 years and she like just like oh yeah that's totally that's totally what it is not thinking that it could be anything else like no he's been alive he's a vampire (laughs) cut to chris is in a church and he's lighting candle a candle for heather's birthday grandma feather yes mr crab somehow finds him in this church he tells him that boom boom man is gone and what a shame. We don't even know his name and he's dead. <laughs> Only him and Chris are left. So we know that's going to be the final showdown. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, Mr. Krabs had like crazy long hair with like braids or some shit like that in it. He shaves all of it off, but he's wearing like a bald cap. <laughs> and you can very clearly see that it's a bald cap. Of all the problems you have with this film, this is the one you're going to have to pick. Wait, I forgot to mention something. When him, when Mr. Krabs and Sean Connery were fighting, Sean Connery, like, slits his throat, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't cut deep enough to kill him, so he just has, like, a giant scar across his neck. We've seen the scar, like, in whatever scene where he was, like, in the motel or some shit like that. In the scene where he goes to the church and he has his head shaved... He put safety pins in his <laughs> scar. I'm like, why? It's healed. Like, it's not going to split apart. Like, he's like, fuck necklaces. I'm just going to put safety pins in my neck. He says that he shaved his head because of the whole alleyway scene that happened. Oh, because that that there was a witness. He could There be were like, multiple ID'd. witnesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like, so I don't get recognized. All of New York City in this one alleyway. <laughs> They're talking, right? Again, they're in a holy place, so they can't attack each other. Um, Of course, Mr. Krabs is making a scene out of this. But he tells him 
that he raped Sean Connery's woman. But that wasn't Sean Connery's woman. That right. was his woman. Yes. And so Mr. Krabs is like, she never told you? And he's just like, you piece of shit. <laughs> so he has even more kind of like, I fucking hate you. A reason to you. kill him, yeah. You're gonna die type of shit. So Chris leaves. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Krabs is sitting. <laughs> he's kind of like, he's sitting in one of the pews. And there's a bunch of people there. I don't know why. And one of the priests comes up to him, and he's like, you need to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, did the priest say that? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, excuse me, my children. Jesus spoke through me. And he said, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shucketh the fucketh up. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, you get the Kentucky fried fuck up in this church. Shucketh the fucketh up. He licks the priest's hand. Oh. Mr. Krabs. Oh, okay. And then he gets up, and as he's walking out, and I found out this through trivia, that he improvised this line. It was something else, and they didn't like, and he's like, wait, I have an idea. And Mr. Krabs says, it's better to burn out. I don't know what accent this is. (laughs) Than to fade away. And then walks out. While twirling through the church. <laughs> Literally, he's like just doing spirals. He's gone with the wind, fabulous. <laughs> um, cut to Brenda going to Chris's place. She wants to know who the fuck he really is. Breath. Breath. He tells her that he was born in 1518. Okay. And that he's immortal. And as he's telling her this, they're in his museum room. And he hands her a knife, and he's holding her hand while she's holding the knife, and he stabs himself. You know, that's a little extreme. (laughs) You can just tell her you like blood play. You don't gotta do that. (laughs) And she's like, oh my god! And he pulls it out, and then they start making out. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you can just tell her you like blood play. And start fucking. In the museum? In his museum room, yeah. No fucking in the museum room. No fucking in the museum room. Absolutely, positively, no No fucking fucking in the museum room. Cut to Central Park, maybe Bronx Zoo, (laughs) because, hold on. (laughs) Wait a second, wait a second. The the two of them are very different, and there is a zoo in Central Park. Yes, that's why. So then you say Central Park Zoo. Listen, I need to explain. It you need to watch seventy. Explain it me. <laughs> Here's the thing: for anyone who has been to either zoo or both, Central Park Zoo is a very small zoo. Mm-hmm. And from my recollection, the only thing that I remember them for sure having are a polar bear, yes, and penguins, yes. Do you ever remember them having lions? I know for sure the Bronx Zoo does. I don't know if... Right. I mean, they could. If you told me, like, they got ocelots, I'd be like, whoa. (laughs) Emus? Goddamn, ocelots ripping up my fucking curtains. Um, No, I I, I can't say for sure whether or not they have lions. Okay, so that's why I said... There's a, a shot of lions, like, fighting within an enclosure, and then there's another shot of Breath and Chris walking, like, through a park. And, and the shot where they're walking... And they're like... 
throw a baby in the lion pit. <laughs> <laughs> the shot where they're walking looks like it's uh, Central Park. Because mm-hmm. I I've been more times to the Bronx Zoo than I have Central Park, and I know how Bronx Zoo looks, Side and note. it's not like that. Remember the time we went to the Bronx Zoo to smoke Schmied, and it sucked. And my brother swore to God I was so high I thought a cardboard parrot was real, but I was like, no, I just didn't have my glasses on. Yeah, but also, um, your brother brought a, a corn corn pipe. <laughs> yeah, like we were fucking in Huckleberry and I Finn. Was just like. God damn it, I should have gla- brought my glass pipe. <laughs> this is so fucking horrible. All I'm feeling is the burn. <laughs> I should not be inhaling actual flames. <laughs> so while they're in the zoo, they're having a conversation or whatever, and they're walking like towards the camera, and there's some kind of archway behind them, and you just see like Mr. Krabs pop in from behind the archway, and he's just standing there for, like, five seconds, and he just goes back. <laughs> like, again, what GPS Apple tracker shit do they have on each other <laughs> that they can just, like, that fucking find where the other one is? The next part is Brenda walking home, and we see that Mr. Krabs is following her. <laughs> and he tries to kidnap her, and they're playing chicken in traffic, like, they're running through cars and shit like that, and he's trying to catch her. Running through the cars, running through the buses. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I fucked that up. Mr. Krabs follows her home, Brenda, breath. Breath. And he kidnaps her, and they're driving in his car, and he's, like, talking to her and driving crazy. <laughs> but then, like... You, it, it's so good. I would just play you this clip because he's like covering his eyes and like laughing <laughs> and driving through traffic and like playing chicken with other cars and shit like that and just running people over. <laughs> There's, I don't remember what it's called. This is what the Joker origin movie was missing. <laughs> no, there there was this game um, either in the late 90s or early 2000s where you were driving a car and I guess it was, like, a race or some shit like that, but there were, like, pedestrians and stuff like that, and you can just, like, mow them down. And it was, like, um, have you seen Robot Wars? Where people, I've seen the show, yeah. Yeah, where people make, like... Their own little robots, and then they fight with each yeah, other. Yeah, where there's, like, um, a saw blade in the front or <laughs> some shit like that. And it's coming down and just, like, chopping. Not even coming down, but, like, it's coming from the bottom, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, where the bumper would be or some shit like that. Like, you can do things like that in that game where you can have a saw blade in the front of your car and you can just, like, mow people down. So you got, like, points for killing people. Mm. But it was also a race. Mm-hmm. That's what this reminds me of. Okay. Again, if you know what the name of that game is, I remember my brother and a friend, a family friend, playing it when I was a kid and be like, Please email crazy. us. With whatever the fuck video game that is. Explain to me at gmail.com. <laughs> um, you can also find us on Instagram at, at Explain It Me. And TikTok at the same name. At Explain It Me. And YouTube at the same name. Explain It Me. And on uh, Facebook. In, Facebook on the same name. Explain It Me. And Twitter. <laughs> All of it. All the same name. <laughs> so, running over pedestrians... Um, he keeps covering his eyes. It's total fucking chaos. When all this fucking crazy shit is happening, she either, Brent, Breath, either falls asleep or passes out. I'm not sure, because it kind of looks like both. (laughs) (laughs) 
she's just sleeping. She wakes up, just like, ah, and then goes back to sleep. We never see her wake up. I have narcolepsy. <laughs> so, I don't know how, but Mr. Krabs gets Chris's phone number, and he leaves him a voicemail. <laughs> this is the ultimate stalker movie. So, Mr. Krabs listens to his voicemail, and he finds out that Mr. Krabs kidnapped Breath. Breath. So... He listens to the voicemail, and then um, the antique place that he owns is, like, below where his apartment is, so he owns the whole building or whatever the fuck. Jesus. And his uh, World War II secretary lady is still there, even though it's totally after hours. And he tells her that he's leaving everything to her, Mm -hmm. that that basically he's like, I'm not going to come back type of thing because he doesn't know if he's going to live or he's going to die because, again, there's only two of the immortals left. Cut to Brenda tied to the silver cup sign overlooking the Hudson. Okay. I know where that is. Right. Well, it's a set, but still. Next to the bridge, if you've ever seen it, it's not, but close to. In this, let's make a fucking Highlander map of all the New York City <laughs> spots that apparently <laughs> that were exist filmed in, this in movie. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so she's tied to the sign. Again, how Chris knows to go there, I have no fucking idea. But seeing Mr. Krabs again, what did they do? They sword fight. Yes, <laughs> they start having a fucking sword fight. Krabs starts cutting all like the metal legs coming down from the sign and it slowly starts like shifting and she's tied within the sign so maybe you don't know the silver cup sign but maybe you've seen movies where they show the hollywood sign and it's basically like their straight legs coming down from mm-hmm. where the actual h o yeah all the other shit and then behind is like slanted mm-hmm. so he's cutting all the legs kind of they're fighting within the legs of the sign that's okay. holding it up. While they're doing this, there's also a water tower on the roof. Okay. The, I don't remember that being there. <laughs> Neither, it's not, because it's on the ground, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Maybe they moved it. I don't know. New York history buffs, let me know. <laughs> um, don't let me know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question. Yes. I feel like yes, but... She already answered her own question without asking me the question. (laughs) You've been... Your Honor, I have a question, and the answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Have you... Yes, you have. Been on her... You're gonna answer them. What the fuck? rooftop no <laughs> no maybe yes i've been on a rooftop yes yeah okay so the type of rooftops that i'm talking about are like apartment rooftops, rooftops mm-hmm. where it's flat but there's still like a half wall that separates the edge of the roof to the rest of the building i've never been on a roof like that but i know what you're talking about okay it's very i mean i don't know how it is in other cities but it's very new york thing the water tower collapses Okay. And because there's a half wall around the edge of the roof, the whole rooftop is flooded with water. Okay. So they start playing Marco Polo. They're swimming. They're swimming. <laughs> no, <'cause> they, <laughs> they, they literally. 
literally, I don't remember who does it first, but one of them, like, ducks their head into the water, and the other one is looking around for the other one, and then that one ducks his head underwater, and then the other one pops up and is looking for the other one. This whole time, Breath is still tied to the sign, and half of the sign is, like, collapsing, and she's kind of freaking out even more than she was before, but then the sign falls where she is, and she's, like, hanging off the ledge, almost. But, of course, Chris saves her, so she's totally fine. It's like nothing happened. <laughs> they finally find each other in the water. They okay. start sword fighting even more. Underwater? No, above water. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Knee deep. They're, like, treading through it. Chris and Krabs. Dear God. This. <laughs> That's a good uh, name of a restaurant. Chris and Chris Krabs. And Krabs. <laughs> Yo, y'all come we down here on the that cri- shit. You come down here on the Chris and Crabs, and uh, we sort fight you for your last meal. <laughs> <laughs> you want some servant tough? Sort fight first. <laughs> sucker and sucker tash. <laughs> I say, I do say, I do say. If you seal this name, <laughs> we're gonna sue you. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Did you think of suing? The- <laughs> <laughs> Did you think of sealing this name? And the answer is no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Because we're going to sue your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Chris and Crab Sue. (laughs) Not only has this rooftop turned into a demolition scene. Water world. It has turned into a pool. (laughs) It also apparently had a skylight for them to crash through into an empty warehouse. Okay. I'm like, how in the fuck? Let's say... New York's hottest club is the pool crashing into a sunroof <laughs> where you two can watch two Scottish men fight it out for the immortality of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the gift. They continue to sword fight in this empty warehouse. Mr. Krabs is about to kill Chris, mm-hmm. but Breath intervenes and hits him with like a pipe in the back of the head. Mr. She hits Mr. Krabs in the back? Yes. Of the, okay. And he kind of turns around like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then, of course, while she describes, descra- <laughs> distracts him. <laughs> She'd be describing the, uh, the, the garbage there. And when you come down to the Crescent Crab, we'd be giving you all the scraps. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, like, turns around and looks at her. And I can't he's get a- over the fucking fact that you called him this the whole movie. Like, a cartoon character. Where in my head I just hear, I love money. Because that's all he, like, says in the show. And then he's fucking like a, a bald-headed fucking warrior. He's about to kill... Mr. Krabs is about to kill Breath. And then Chris attacks him. And then Mr. Krabs turns around and looks at Chris and he's like, what kept you? What? Yeah. What kept you? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. It's so out of nowhere. I was like, what? I need to write this down. <laughs> this makes what? no sense. They continue to sword fight. Mm-hmm. And Chris slices Mr. Krabs up. I wrote, Mr. Krabs gets crabby black eyes. <laughs> what? They put, what the fuck, Scolaris? I think they're called, Wow. My brain. <laughs> the shit that it remembers. Do you know what scolaris lenses are? Scoliosis? No. <laughs> okay. Mr. Krabs get, gets black, crabby eyes. Scoloria. Sc- uh, 
I'm going to name my daughter Scalera, that. Scalera. Oh, my God. I just remembered, and now I already forgot. They're, These are my twin daughters, scoliosis <laughs> and sciatica. They're contact lenses that basically, like, cover your whole eyeball, so okay. it looks like it, you just, just have a black. black. Yeah. Uh, he gets that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. His inner Of all the things Satan, he questioned in this film. Yeah. <laughs> comes out or some shit like that after he gets these black eyes chris chops his head off okay and when this happens what do you think chris says that can be only one (laughs) (laughs) correct um literally there's a sketch in robot chicken where like the bush sisters are fighting with paris hilton (laughs) to be the highlander (laughs) but it's like them drunk yelling that can be only one (laughs) It's still happening in this empty warehouse. Chris gets blue electrocuted Okay, in the middle of all of this. And he gets electrocuted through, like, the ceiling. And again, this is a warehouse, so it's, like, four stories tall without any other shit around it. It's just completely empty giant space. He gets lifted into the air. Mm-hmm. And you can completely see the string that's, like, pulling him up (laughs) through the light. I thought you were going to say you see his dick. That's lifting him. (laughs) When this is happening, the Tasmanian devil comes out. Wait a second, what? An actual Tasmanian devil or the cartoon character? The cartoon character. Wait a minute. No, stop. I'm not sure. Warner Brothers Tasmanian devil. All right, see that? No. I thought that the fucking real Tasmanian (laughs) devil came out. It might as well have been because it was, like, one... Final sketch away from the real Looney Tunes test. Like, we don't want to get devil. sued. Yeah. We need some janky shit. Yeah. But make it So like he's this. like lifted into the air and then there's like demons and ghosts and the Tasmanian devil like circling around him with <laughs> blue light. Seventh layer of hell. And just crazy shit happening. This definitely took me out of the movie, the fact that you can see the string that's like holding him up and shit like that. So the price the price. The, the prize? The prize for being the last immortal that survived is friendship. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is? I'm going to take a wild guess. Guess. And say a sword. <laughs> He's had that the whole movie. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's the immortal sword. No. No, no, no. He can have babies. Ew, the price of this fucking whole stupid movie is having disgusting kids? Like, (laughs) fuck. The price is that he can finally grow old. Prize. I keep saying price. (laughs) The prize is that that he can finally grow old. He can have babies. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Why? That's a dumb ending. Sean speaks to him again. (laughs) All right, this Obi-Wan Kenobi shit, okay. (laughs) Says something about... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What? Not only is he able to have babies, and he's a real human now, or he ages, he has all the knowledge to be able to unite all nations. <laughs> he's the UN? Yes and no. He's NATO. He's supposed to, like, fix all the world's problems. He's the Dalai Lama. <laughs> So Sean Connery comes back and he tells him something about living a bunch of lives and generations and that he can do anything. You think this is an infinite? (laughs) So I rate this movie nothing and I would never watch it and I don't care for it. And yeah. I 
didn't realize there there was I knew that there was a second movie when I started watching this. I did not know that there were five of these. And that the second one literally kind of like destroys the lore that's put in place in the first one by telling us that they were aliens from another planet. And the way that they switch this is by saying what happened was like a civilization that got destroyed on Earth. Somebody call my dude in those memes that's like aliens. (laughs) (laughs) I gave this movie um, five stars. (laughs) Cinematic masterpiece. (laughs) He's better than Harry Potter. This movie is better than Inception. I'm going to piss myself. All right, so I think that's the end of this episode, and uh, uh, yes. we'll see you when we return for another. Yes. Be okay. Peace.